Um, we can start the show. I'll cut off that little first part that's not public knowledge. <laughs> the fuck is this? God damn. We're hanging pictures downstairs. I think it's next door. I can. We're text hanging them. pictures next door. <laughs> they can't have that many pictures, can they? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she's she's got a lot of interior. We're hanging up crosses on the wall. No, no, this is this is my next door neighbor. She's if she's hanging crosses there, not right side up, <laughs> which is what I like about her. Oh, I fucked up the intro. We're gonna forget it. So. No, you're gonna have to redo that. Just stop that right now. Secretly timid, and uh, this week it's just uh, me, Megs, uh, with John. Hello, and that's all. There's nobody else. It's just me and John and you, and this is for you, just for you. Um, so I mean, depending on how this episode goes, that that may have been a gift you didn't want. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, fuck. So, I guess we should just start with the weeks, because we don't... Well, actually, there's some business we need to take care of Oh, right, because we've got a... Do we have a song of the week? We do have a song of the week. It is All Over Now by the Cranberries. God, that's... They're releasing their last album. Maybe, maybe a, a retitle would have been I in know. order, you know? <laughs> really it's kind is. of, you know, prophetic. Ooh... But I hope that, like, if the surviving members, I hope if they continue on mm-hmm. as a band, that they pick a new name. Because I don't like it when it's, like, Stone Temple Pilots, but it's not Scott Weiland, you know? It's not? Why I not? I think they have a new singer. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I get it. Uh, I'm against it. Or Journey. Didn't Journey reform with a dude that sounds exactly like uh, Steve Perry or whatever the fuck his name is? Is it Steve Perry? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's Steve Perry. Yeah. I was wondering if... Journey a couple years ago, uh, Sarah Silverman. Uh, what's it called when you like uh, you share a secret but you don't share the full secret, so nobody really knows who you're talking about? Vague booking, that's what it is. About some really popular that band, yeah, that had a resurgent that the lead singer was like totally racist, and it was around the time that uh, that television show with the kids in high school that sang Glee was on. Mm-hmm. It was really popular, and they one of the reasons they got so popular is because they uh, did that cover of "Keep On Believing" or "Don't Stop Believing," which is a Journey song, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to keep on believing that. Get yeah. it? See what I did there? <laughs> do, are you saying that that she was implying that implying that that lead singer well, said the, like a I racist think, joke to her? I think the lead singer is a guy that they found in the Philippines. Steve Perry? I thought he was. No, 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 no. No, the the guy oh. who replaced Steve Perry. <laughs> maybe they replaced him because he's racist. It like, might, maybe. I mean, that would be especially like, if you were racist against Asians. Then I think that would be even better. They're like, "Fuck you, Steve Perry." Here's a guy that sounds exactly like you, and he's Asian. So, do you know? I read um, this thing on Instagram. Somehow, I've acquired a lot of like following a lot of Filipino accounts, which is interesting. I think probably because of the band uh, 
uh, why can't I think of their name? A uh, Dengue Fever, whose lead singer is, I uh, actually I don't know where she's from. I probably shouldn't have said that. Let's just say she may be Filipino, but okay. um, I don't know. I, I really don't know the history of the Philippines, but there are a lot of these uh, uh, kind of like funny memes about how other Asian countries treat Filipino because they're like, you're not Asian, you're Hispanic. And the Hispanics are like, you're not Hispanic, you're Asian. <laughs> and they're kind of like, <laughs> I guess because all the Spanish influence in the Philippines. I don't know. Yeah, I think I they know. were, the Philippines was colonized by Spain. Espanol. Yeah, at some point. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So interesting. Kind of like. uh, I wonder if Mexico is also having the same problem. <sighs> You're not Spanish. And then the, the native... Uh, according the to my... Like you not. According to my ancestry, mm-hmm. me specifically, no Spanish. <laughs> I've actually got a little bit of Spanish and Italian, but, you know. Yeah. Have you done that? Uh, what? The, like, ancestry, 23andMe or anything no. like that? You're not no, curious? I'm not going to do that. Yes, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to decide to do in the future. And if that thing ends up being, you know, a racket to get your DNA murder or something, I don't want that to be on the record, which means I also need to please ask my ask my relatives to please also not do that. Well, it's actually... Well, it depends on which one you use, because I believe 23andMe and Ancestry.com are both private companies, so they don't share the shit with Girl. the government. I think there's another one, though, that does, and that's how they found that the one killer in California. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is private, even if they're like, oh, no, this is... We won't, we won't share your email with our... Uh, um, sister companies so you'll get a bunch of fucking emails that you don't want so you can never open your gmail account again they still do that's happened to me you don't want to do it can you hear that i can hear it yeah but i think it's actually below i don't think it's next door oh well then there's nothing we can do we're hanging crosses from the ceiling (laughs) well because there's this trollop that lives above us that comes home at two o'clock in the morning and she's doing anti-christians it was three o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning and it was a saturday well, I mean, technically, it was a Sunday after, you know. Um, so, oh, speaking of your ancestry, I thought about you the other day because hmm. um, I I got home from work and I just really did not want to go to the grocery store, but I didn't have really anything. So I opened up the cabinets and I ate Milas potato and I thought, <laughs> I'm like the poorest Irish woman but I'm not Irish, but John Scotch is. Scotch-Irish. Whatever. <laughs> not, not, I mean, they're close enough. They're, they're, the, the, they're practically the same. Are they, are they the Scotch that went to Ireland because they were not wanted in Scotland? And I'm not sure. I know my family's Scottish. They say Scotch-Irish, but I mean, it's definitely Scots because we have the, uh, the McCready, what's it called? The coat of arms. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah. The little plaque thing yep. that has that yep. shit on it? Yeah. And I believe it's, yeah, I believe it's Scottish and not Irish. They say Scotch-Irish. So I think it's the Scottish people that went over to Ireland and the Irish people hate them. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know too much about that family history. I know more about my mother's side than my father's side. My father's side, I think, is mostly German and British. Yeah. Yeah. 
and my mother's i think is like the most of the scandinavian and and scotch and irish and the northern northern cold parts we got some of that yeah i think it's so my father's where the heart comes in that's a german last name oh yeah i hadn't thought about that but now i see now i see just white upon white upon white you just freckles you just use your last name you want to take that out what Oh, I don't care. I already have. I mean, I have for years. I can't take it out now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, my last name, I believe, is probably some British something or other. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, your last name is definitely, you know, your job's a lot more important than mine. I can easily find another one. Well, <laughs> well, not easily. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that I, don't think my, I don't think my employer would care as long as I'm not, like, shitting on the company. Right. Right, right. That, I wouldn't advise that. I should stop doing that then. Well, no, I mean, you don't say it. Nobody will know. <laughs> but like you said, nothing's private. So if anybody Nothing wanted is, to go digging. That's true. I mean, I guess I guess they deserve whatever uh, very underwhelming prize they get if yeah. they want to go digging around I mean, I our lives. I don't think I'm important enough for anybody to care. Oh. I don't. That's probably true. I mean, I think I think that it'd be like... I would ha- I would be I would think very highly of myself if I thought that my identity was so uh, that it needed to be protected to, at such a high order. You know what I mean? Well, I see what you're saying, but I but I would add that I I don't know that that people don't necessarily people like carnage, and they don't necessarily need for you to be important in order to smite you. Mm. So I think there are a lot of dickheads that would like just spend all of their free time digging up something about an average person uh, in order to see that person suffer. You know, I have thought about that sometimes when I go on angry rants on Twitter about like shit. I can't, you know, what if what if the wrong person that knows just enough computer hacking skills could like fuck up our website and our everything. Um, but it hasn't happened yet, but I'm, what would like, they do to fuck up our website? I don't know. I mean, it's so, I mean, cause you know, I mean, I don't, I don't half the time. I don't really Are they going to put doing. some offensive shit on there. No, I'm just saying like, just shut it down. <laughs> and cause sometimes, you know, it takes forever to get that shit back up. I have no idea how long that takes. I don't, I don't, the internet is, basically magic to me i don't know anything about it but our our website host is great and they have great tentacle support and they've helped me many a times they have great so, tentacle support tentacle support they have 100 percent tentacle support <laughs> do you want to tell me about your week yes i got into a difficult altercation this week do you want to sing that uh <sighs> we really no, need a I ryan don't. or a cindy for yeah that. Okay. If I did it, it would just feel like a cheap imitation. Um, it's one of those instances where, you know, where you, I, sometimes I just can't shut up. <laughs> like my brain says, don't go, don't enter this fight. It's just really not worth it. But there are Your certain things. Yeah. There are certain things that I just like, I can't, I got, I got to get on. I've got to put the soapbox down on the ground and here I am. I'm going to step on it. I'm going to pull out the. The bugle horn. I'm going to yell it from the mountaintops. So I was, I was in this place. I'm not a parent. And it really bothers me when I hear parents oh. brag about spanking their children. 
I don't know why it does, but it really so does. So give me an example of a brag about spanking your kid. Uh... Some someone said I did this, and I just whooped them. I just whooped them. Blah 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 blah. I whoop my kids. You can't tell me I can't whoop my kids. That type of uh, bragging. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I heard somebody talk about spanking their child, and um, in my head I said, "You're not a parent. Don't do it." So you see yourself. It's it's like a, a dissociative state. You mm-hmm. see yourself. Putting down the box because I know I don't have I don't have any authority on the subject to say anything. You know, yeah. I'm not a parent. I don't know what they go through. I don't know their stressors. All I have are internet articles from child psychologists that say <laughs> spanking your children is not beneficial to the child. There are yeah. other forms of discipline that it's don't basically that don't hearsay. harm them. The information that you have, yeah. I mean, just these. these... Except you also lived it, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I was got... I was spanked as a child. I don't think it helped me at all. I think the uh, the uh, mental abuse was much more <laughs> was a much uh, better form of discipline. I still... I wasn't mentally abused. I was a joke. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like parental like guilt one. trips work for me better than spankings ever did. In fact, the one time I and I I don't know what I had had done i was maybe six or seven and my father whipped me in the back with a belt and my it almost ended my parents marriage because i vaguely remember my mother running in the room grabbing me by the arm and saying if you ever touch my child again i will kill you like that and I asked, like, I'm like, I don't remember what I did. I mean, I was, I was a baby, you know, a baby. And I was like, I was in, I was like, like six, toddler? five, six, oh. seven years old. Okay. I still, I consider that a baby. Okay. Um, and my mother said that just like out. I remember we we're in Georgia, and and she said just out of the blue, I heard you make a sound that I've never heard you say, or you know, ever in in my life. She ran up to my room and there my father was beating me with a belt yikes and he um, hadn't done that in the first six years of your life <laughs> no <laughs> well that was the only time i was i was I'd spanked with the pretty belt. well then i mean i had been spanked with like you know a hand before mm-hmm. but anyway so all these articles say that that i've read say that spanking all that really is is stress relief for the parent yeah i i'll tell you that even to this day at 38 years old, if my dad is, is following me up a flight of stairs, I feel the need to hurry up. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're a little kid and a you know, six foot five, six foot six big dude is, is coming after you once he's gotten home from work to swat you on the ass because you, you know, like said something smart to your mom during that day or something i'm sure i didn't do anything very bad i'm i'm a pretty good kid <laughs> now it's a, i think i was a pretty good kid too so anyway i heard this person brag about that and i just pointed out you know every article i've ever read said that that's really not beneficial and just i mean i've i've had this discussion before that the parents and um predictably the next thing to come out of this person's mouth was, well, I was spanked as a child and I turned out fine. <laughs> and here we are having this <laughs> argument in the office. 
You barbarian. So, you know, it just it just kind of devolved into not really an argument, but just kind of like we had to just agree to disagree. How old is this person approximately? Uh, approximately 31, 32, 33, oh. early 30s. Huh. And it got worse from it. I mean, it just really like so the this stuff this a- person was disclosing was like, okay, what well, you're, you're telling me is child abuse. For example, this person said that they they made their spouse promise because their spouse had been hit like with hands when they were a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like the father punched them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's child abuse. And this person said, well, I made that person promise that when our children get to be, be that age, they're not going to do that. They're, they would spank them with a the belt. I'm like, well, that's not good. Okay, dear. Let's that's make really a compromise. That's really not good. <laughs> I'll marry you if you promise not to punch the children. But I really don't understand, like, the I, and and this has come up before, like, why, okay, so we go through something shitty as a child, right, when we're growing up. Why do you want to revisit that on other children, like, when, they, when, when we have children, you know? Like, I don't understand, like, well, when I was a kid, we didn't, ha- we, we had to walk. Through the snow. So you're going to walk through the snow. It's like, don't you want to make it a little better on them? Like, don't you, did, did you feel like when you were spanked, do you, did you feel humiliated? Did you feel pain? Why would you want to put that through on, why would you want to pass that on to your child? My guess is, especially when we know. I am also not a parent, but my, my guess would be that in a lot of cases, it's, it's not so much a conscious uh, deliberate decision that the person is making, but more of an impulsive, like, I can't fucking take it anymore, and then swat your kid. And then afterward, when you're in the office having a heated discussion with your parentless coworker, you um, say out loud that it was a conscious decision because you want to justify to yourself what you've done mm-hmm. maybe i i'm surprised that this is a a younger person i was thinking maybe it was a generational thing like no i mean like this I've, is a parent in their 50s yeah no but it's not it's uh but but i mean we know that abuse sometimes is a rural is a, person are they from a rural area i'm not sure uh but you know like his like abuse is like a cycle, you know, like wouldn't mm-hmm. you want to stop that? But I guess they don't see it as a, I don't know. Well, the, I don't, it sounds like this person doesn't, at least they don't say that they see it as abuse. That That's what they were yeah, telling you. They were saying it was discipline. And another thing that also bothers me sometimes when I, again, I don't have children, but there's like, I guess there's kind of like this stereotype that if you don't spank your child, then you don't have any form of discipline at all in your house. Like you're just a hippies and you're, you know, the type of parent that lets your child just run amok and you don't say anything because you don't want to hurt their sensitive feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think you, there's other forms of discipline that you can use that could be helpful. And I guess another thing that also kind of uh, concerned me too was uh, they're saying that one of their children, they do spank a lot, was diagnosed with ADD. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just thinking, like, that's definitely not helping them at all. If you want to say that this is a form of discipline, that, you know, physical negative stimulation, I don't want to say abuse, you know, is a good deterrent. And I don't think it is a deterrent. So what really, what are you doing? And it's just you're helping yourself out because you're, cause you're stressed, you know. I yeah. Don't know. Um, 
I don't know. But you know what? I don't have any kids. So by the time that kid grows up and becomes a, an adult that might have any kind of effect on my life, I'm going to be like, you know, basically dead. So I don't care. Mm-hmm. So how was your week? <laughs> is that it? Is that all that happened in your week? I mean, that's all that I really want to share. I mean, I'm all sure right. there's other stuff that happened. I played a poker tournament. It didn't go well. <laughs> and then you got up and you flipped the table and you said, fuck you guys. I said, fuck you to a lot of people. I didn't flip the table. Um, Next time. But I, I mean, I, I, I didn't say fuck you out of anger. That's just, it was just kind of fun because I, I talk a lot of shit at the table. So I'm kind of like our little poker groups, Phil Helmuth, when it comes to, to uh, who's known to having crazy outbursts. And so, I mean, it wasn't like an angry fuck you, like, a, you know. It was like a funny, fuck you, I can't believe this is happening, I hate this game, this is a travesty, you know. Um, but then you won $20. And then I won 20 we played a, I had, uh, I hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't bring a lot of cash on my, I only brought uh, the $60 buy-in and then I had like $50 left over. And some of the other guys, once we uh, all get knocked out, we were, there were two tables, um, so we had 20 people playing. And I think when five of us got knocked out, we decided to play just a low-stakes cash game because we weren't ready to go home. And so I did that. We are playing, like, when I say low-stakes, like, the blinds were 25 cent, 50 cent. So I was just playing with 50 bucks. And I, um, in a couple hours, rounded that up and had a $20 profit. So that was fun. Hot dog. Hot dog. $20. I can buy a hooker. <laughs> you can? If I wanted to. Ooh. I'm just kidding. To do what? <laughs> I don't know what $20 would It's not get like you. a... That's not like a full menu price, is it? Because I... I think $20 would be like a finger up the ass for like five minutes. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I would save my $20. It's, yeah. It's just, it's, it is in my wallet. It's just what I I've got $70 you. in my wallet if anybody wants to rob me. Why am I doing a horrible New Yorker accent? It's fun. Yeah. I really... I Alfredo it. last night, he's... he's uh, always talk about because i guess he's he's from new york and he uh i think likes to style himself after like the godfather you know with everything that's going on with uh roger stone the moth the mafia is kind of in the news and so i was kind of making fun of him last night because of that because he was is like the trump advisor? you know the yeah okay. you know the sopranos apparently like the sopranos there's gonna come out with a prequel and the guy who passed away, his son's going to play that character when that character was younger, and it's a huge deal. And I was like, I don't care. Oh, James care. Gandolfini. Yeah, his son's going to play the Soprano character. Yes. I never saw that. I never saw it. I'm sure it's great, but... You never saw The Soprano? No, and I'm really not interested in mobsters. You know what? I, I am also not interested in that. Uh, for some reason, I think it was because I was... I was I had a roommate at the time who was really into it and I caught some of it and and I liked it. Uh I was surprised that I liked it, but I've tried to revisit it since and I can't. So I don't know. It, it had like a it had its time and I think now yeah, that's over. over. I think yeah. kind of like Sons of Anarchy, like I watched it at the time, but looking back on it, I can realize how incredibly problematic that whole series was. On everything. I did not see an episode of that at all. I mean, it's, I mean, the only thing that really holds up is that Charlie Hunnam has like a excellent ass. And so whenever he got that booty out, it was primetime television. Is that a main character? Yeah, that's the main character. I know character. there's a blonde guy. The blonde guy. And there's, um, 
uh, Ron Perlman's mm-hmm. in it, right? Was in it, and, and then Peggy Bundy, right? Who's na- I'm I feel horrible for because she's an excellent actress and she was actually really good in that role. Yeah, I, can't. I cannot remember her name. <laughs> she's actually married to the creator of that series. Um, wasn't uh. It's a, yeah, it was a take on Macbeth. Was uh, was Walton Goggins in it? He was like a, um, uh, I don't want to see it. Let me I look him up. Was he like a transgendered lady? Oh, yes. I like Walton Goggins quite a bit. His wife committed suicide. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, not recently, but. Yes, Walton Goggins was in, and they actually kind of, I mean. He's got some for a problematic show. Um, I don't. I mean, looking back, I don't remember it well enough to to know how they treated that character being transgender. But I think they did an okay job. Maybe uh, I don't. No, uh, I didn't see. I know that. I mean, that character got a lot of shit from a lot of the other people. But one of the main characters, um, I would say, kind of had like a love interest in that character and they didn't treat it um weirdly yeah i mean they they treated it with as much respect as a bunch of people that are very disrespectful to the world around them can be because those are criminals relatively respectful. i mean it was a motorcycle gang that i mean they didn't want to say that they were racist but they were kind of it was kind of a white power gang they kind of i mean it was irish you gotta say it out of the you side know. of your mouth. So yeah, like, they were like, they won't say that, but I mean, they're talking about their anti-Mayans <laughs> and anti-this and anti-that. I mean... Speaking of gangsters, that's what you sound like now. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. It was an interesting week. So uh, I had um, uh, Special John and I were going to do a... Mm. An episode of oh man, that I was love a special John. Okay, well he listens to this. So I know he does. He'll get the message. Um, we were gonna do uh, an episode of uh, well, we tried. Was it? Yeah, we. I think we tried last week, and then I couldn't. Like my computer is full, so I couldn't yeah. transfer some shit from my phone to my computer. And is know, that why you, like the the like, you can't use the recording equipment on the laptop because your laptop's too full? Do you think uh, that could be the problem? No, I no, I don't think I don't know because I know like I mean when, I think it's probably because it's from two thousand nine. I think it could the memory could be an issue too because when I got this laptop, one of the reasons why uh, Jimmy was like you need to get something with X amount of memory because even though I mean even if you save it to an external hard drive, there's uh, I guess like flash memory that it needs. I don't know. I've got too much fucking data. Is the point? Uh, I do I do digitally what I do in my regular life. I I collect a bunch of shit and I stuff it in the closet and I don't use it. Um, but I don't want to get rid of it either. So, did, it so you need there. to marry Kondo your laptop. I I probably <laughs> do. I think. Are you talking about some sort of organizational something or other? Yes. You yeah. don't know Mary Kondo? No. She's the uh, little Japan. And I said little Japanese. She technically is she's she little? she's a little she's tiny. Okay. Um, she goes to all these uh, Americans people's houses and tell them how to uh, get rid of all their shit. If it doesn't spark joy, say thank you and then toss it. I do remember um, actually uh, when I was in West Virginia, my ex boyfriend. We were in the basement once trying to like clean shit up. 
And he's like, okay, well, let's get rid of this and, and this and this. And I do remember like getting really upset. Like my dad gave me that bear when I was seven and, and he was, he was to his credit trying to be, you know, like helpful, but I, I think I started to realize at that point that I, I am holding on to a lot of stuff that I, I don't need. Cause I, I always, I think my mom taught me to do this, like to, to keep something because someone gave it to you and it would hurt their feelings if you got rid of it. Mm-hmm. My dad is not going to fucking remember. No. I still have that bear, by know. the way. It's in the back he room. Won't know. No, he won't know. He does not fucking remember. Yeah. Um, and I never like, you know, held on to it or anything. I, he gave it to me. I put it in a box when I was seven and it's, it's changed boxes. But anyway, so shit like that, I, I just hold on to it and I, I don't know. I recommend you watch the Mary Kondo episode um, about the woman who needed to, she needed help organizing her living space following her husband's death. Mm. Um, God, I can't watch that. That sounds horribly it depressing. It was... But at the end, I mean, you know, why don't you like, just are you, tell me what the lesson is? Because I'm not. Well, I don't really re- fully remember the lesson, <laughs> so that's why I need oh, to watch it. Okay, but you know, it's like you're holding on to things, maybe because you 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 have some unresolved things that you don't want to deal. with. Oh, I definitely have some unresolved yeah. things. I don't know what it is, but it's there. That was that was a really sad episode because yeah, that she sounds had, terrible. I mean, I'm all of her husband's that. clothing, all, all of his books, all of his stuff, and you know, and they had you know three adult children that were helping. And I would it rather was a really heart wrenching episode. I would rather vomit violently, like blood, than cry. So, oh. so I'm not going to watch that. Not at all. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, well, special John. All right, so so we went to dinner. And I don't know, something something about the dinner did not sit right with me. I don't know if I got food poisoning or what, but um, so I, and this is, this is going to go somewhere, I promise. So, you know, I woke up at like three in the morning and was not, was not handling my... Your body was evacuated. Right. And so, so I called into work and I stayed home from work on Friday. And um, <laughs> so here it goes. So... Uh, I'm in the bathroom. It's like, I don't know, noon or something. And I hear the front door open. (gasps) And I remember that I had arranged for the appliance repairman to come in while I was at work that day um, to look at my stove. Not a euphemism, like actually my (laughs) stove. And so I... (laughs) So I hear him come in and he, he doesn't, he thinks I'm not there because I told them I wasn't going to be there and you know, the door is closed and whatever, but, um, I have to stop doing what I'm doing. We're <laughs> using our imagination. Yeah. And, uh, he comes in and he's whistling and he's oh. singing to himself and, you know, he doesn't do anything shady. Like he stays, you know, he's, he's here doing what he's supposed to be doing. And, um, and so I'm sitting there for like 40 minutes. I'm dying right now on the inside. Because because at some point you've been there, you've been silent for so long <laughs> that if you like say, hey, I'm here, 
you're a fucking creep, yeah. which I am. So what if he went into the bathroom because he needed? That's to go what to the I was bathroom. afraid of. Because there's no fucking lock on my door, right? So I'm like, what am I gonna do? And I can't let him know that I'm here because now I'm. Why can't now, you? Because let... I'm a creeper now, right? Because I've been listening to this Why guy like you, singing like, to himself. You should have immediately announced yourself. No. No, I didn't want to do it then because, well, A, I was in the bathroom, but also I didn't feel well. I didn't want to deal with anybody. I didn't want to answer any questions. I didn't want to have a conversation about the fucking weather. Um, so, so he's in here, you know, like working on the stove and singing and whistling. Oh, he's a very God, good whistler, by I the way. I feel so bad for him. Fantastic whistler. I feel um, so bad for him. He didn't... He. Oh yeah. Well, it, it turns out he didn't do anything weird. He didn't That's like great. except burper. sing. Well, I mean, you know, people do. What was he singing? I don't. It was more like humming. Oh, but um, he's a very good whistler. So, um, I hear him get on the phone and he's talking to the the appliance place where he works and he's saying like, uh, you know. Uh, check this part, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, well, there's a, there's a problem with the safety valve on this. And it looks like somebody tried to make their own safety valve and just stick it on here. And it's actually really dangerous. He's saying this to the place, not to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's trying to be dramatic, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so he finishes up and he, uh, Thankfully, did not come to the door of the bathroom and, and go to the bathroom. He, he stayed in the kitchen. And then as soon as I heard him leave, like, I could flush the toilet, I could wash my hands, and I could you, blow my nose. Oh, that's what you should have done. As soon as you heard him come in, flush the toilet, and he would have known that you were here. Oh, I... Next time, that's what you need to do. Well, I, but hopefully it's there's cool not that a next you know time. That, that he's really looking out for you, and that he's not going to not buy a part. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, that whoever did that was definitely not him. Well, it's appliances, and uh, I think they're in Irving or Arlington or something. Anyway, that reminded me of I was watching like a, good um, a Celebrity Big Brother edition this week, and you know what Big Brother is? It's that that reality show. Where they live in a house. They or live. Something. They actually they live on a set that looks like a house. When I was in Ireland, my. Um, Host mother used to get text message updates about oh, it. Oh Lord! But that was like 2001. Go on. This is a celebrity edition, you know. And, and you know, and, and the whole thing is you're trying not to get quote evicted by the house guests because the house guests get get together and they get to vote one person out. And so a lot of people form little alliances. Mm-hmm. And it became I don't remember around what season, but it became like the hip thing to do because they're they're under surveillance 24 seven. So even though it's kind of like like you were a big brother to this. Your your man that except was, I couldn't see him except yeah you could hear him mm-hmm. so um but it became like the hip thing to do like if let's say we were an alliance we'd come up and with a name for our alliance mm-hmm. like maybe like the double D's and then you know so we're talking <laughs> on the the camera the double D's and we talk to the interviewer the double D's anyway so uh one of the the house guests. We're in a final two deal with another house guest. And so she runs the room and she was like, we need to figure out the name of our alliance name, our, our final two alliance name. But she wasn't aware that the, another house guest was in the bed at the, like in the same bedroom. Okay. She didn't realize that she was in the room. And so she turned around and saw her. They had to like act like they weren't in a final two deal and stuff like that kills me. 
Wait, she was saying this to herself? There were, she didn't realize that there was another person in the room. So she was saying it to herself? No, she was saying it to the other person. It was like, oh. if I was in the room and you ran in and you were like, hey, we need to come up with the final two name for Why us. That be and you didn't understand though? that Ryan was in the room too. But how would that be embarrassing? I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't describe it. It's the same deal that I get like if somebody picks up a guitar and starts singing to you. It's just, it embarrasses me. Oh, that, I can't deal with it. No. I can't deal with it. I was just like, oh, it that, just that was always one of my fears as a side note. When I was a, like a teenager in my early 20s, I was like, God, I hope a boyfriend does not like sing. I had a boyfriend to do me. that once. And oh, I didn't. Christ. Um, Ryan used to, a different Ryan. Oof. He'd play guitar. He'd play the guitar when I was there alone. And I'm with him. And I'm mm. just like, oh, God. God, I hate this. It's a little bit different if you're like practicing Thank or whatever. Thank God he would, did not, not sing. sing. He didn't sing. He not just played. Me. And they like look at yeah, you. Yeah, and, and I had to look down make, the entire oh time. God. I, can't, I can't do it. Stop it. Uh, okay, so anyway. So I can't use my oven right now. <laughs> that is a euphemism. Also true. Um, right, so I had dinner with Special John, and uh, he actually has a, there's a noise rock fest called the No Coast um, that is coming up on February 9th and 10th, and I told him that I would plug that. So it's at Division Brewery in uh, Arlington. Cool. Uh, that's a Friday and Saturday, I believe. And let's see, the, the lineup is uh, on the 9th, it's, Errors of Metabolism, which is one of John's bands. Uh, there's Wep, there's Moon Pussy, there's Grasshopper, Lies Heavy, and Bummer. And then uh, February 10th, it's Heater and Bulls. I think Bulls is from Arlington. I've heard them. They're pretty good. Um, Heavy Mantle, uh, Exhalance, Aneurysm, and Super Thief. One of these bands, maybe Moon Pussy is from Boston. I can't remember which he said, but... Uh, anyway, that's Division Brewery. It's at 506 East Main in Arlington. It's the No Coast Rock Noise Rock Fest. So, oh, and we got uh, a listener message. A message from a listener. Remember how last week we were talking about how there's no good way to like heat up French fries? Yeah, there is a good way. Allegedly, allegedly, the best way to reheat French French fries is through an air fryer. So you need to buy an air fryer. I won't. Okay, I'll do it. Then you won't do it. Thank you, R.C. Martinez. Yes, thank you very much. And you had, do you want to talk about dinner with uh, Joe? Yeah, so, yeah. So I had a a few dinner dates this week. Uh, I went to dinner with uh, Joe from Dallas and his husband. And Big Ange went with us. And it was lovely. Thank you for the Christmas present. Yes, thank you so much. I do, I did so enjoy their company. Um, it took us about two and a half goddamn hours to get out of there. This is like brunch. Dude, it was, <laughs> it was some bullshit. We would order something and then like, you know, 30 minutes later they would bring the something and then they would disappear and it, then no one was around. It was like an abandoned, it was the fucking twilight zone anyway. Um, so that took forever and I needed to get out of there cause I was going to go to the Laura Gibson show that was at, uh, what was it? Double uh, wide. Double wide. Yes, that's right. So, uh, so I went to the show by myself. Big Ange was, uh, was too tired to go, which I understand. So I called, uh, an Uber. An Uber. 
no, this was a lift. I called Lyft. And this driver picks me up and he goes, so you're going to a place called Double Wide? And I said, yeah. And he says, are there a lot of big girls there? (laughs) And he's laughing. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure that's sexist. I'm not sure how to articulate why, but I'm confident that that is a sexist thing to say. And he's laughing kind of uncomfortably. And he's like, I bad review. He's like, I like big girls. It's like, Oh, all right. And then he starts telling me about his, uh, ex-girlfriend, um, who was five eleven. I'm five eleven. He's like, she was a big girl. And I was like, so big means taller. He's like, no, she was two forty. I was like, okay. Uh, she just didn't, you know, like she was, she was too worried about her weight. So, and I'm thinking, like, I can't fucking yeah, imagine, imagine why. why you dick. We know what you need: some dark sunglasses. And that's when, the, when an Uber, yeah, an Uber or a Lyft person, they start talking to you like that. Just put your dark sunglasses on, and that just means shut the fuck up. But I wonder if that message is universally understood. I think it's you know you have to do it like. Have you done that, or is this no, speculation that's what on I'm your going part? To do. Okay, you do that, and I don't really use know how that goes. I don't use the Ubers though, or the Lyfts. Right? Why not? Because there's nowhere to go, and because I don't Frisco. like going out at night. <laughs> oh, well, that is when the weirdos go out. It's like that's a true. poker game. So, uh, so there was, so there was that. That was a a really great ride, man. Over to Double Wide. What the fuck, man? A lot of really big girls there. I wonder in his in his head if he was like a difficult difficult altercation time when he's like, "Don't say this," but then he says it anyway, like I did with like the my spanking. It's a, it's a thought I had not considered that. Did you give him uh, a poor review? I didn't give him anything. I didn't give uh, him a tip. I didn't give him a fucking review. I just canceled all that shit. I mean, I paid for the ride, obviously, but. So I get there and uh, I walk in and like. Dana Falconberry opened up and she'd already finished because I was so fucking late. Um, and I walk in during the one song that I really wanted to hear. So oh, I, I caught sucks. the end of that and that that's fine. Um, and Dana Falconberry was actually on my radio show 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she at the time was dating Danny Doyle. Oh, Danny okay. Francis Doyle. Yes. So... Um, before I before I left, I burned a CD of the the show that she was on. That you know, so I she was hanging out at the bar, and I said, uh, "You were on a radio show that I had some years ago." And she looks at me like a dog that's been shown a car trick, and she's like, "Uh, you remember that?" And I was like, "Well, it was my show. <laughs> I, I remember it. Yeah." And I gave it to her, and she said thank you, and whatever. Uh, so then, what else happened at that show? Oh, this this happens all the goddamn time. I don't know if this is this is it. It doesn't. Okay, not all the goddamn time, but many of the times. This I I assume this happens to most women when they go out by themselves at night. You go to a show or a bar or a restaurant or something. Usually a show and. Or a bar, not a restaurant. People don't walk up to your table. But I'm standing there and this dude is like, uh, so what's your deal? Which uh, has been explained to me recently means 
like, do you have a boyfriend or, but I interpret, I mean, it's the same thing really, but, but when you do that, it seems to me like you're being treated like a dog with a collar that's mm-hmm. walking around by itself on the street. And they're like, where's your handler? Yeah. Where's your owner? Uh, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, so I never like, it isn't that I don't like to talk to people and it's not that I don't like to answer questions. I like to do both of those things, but it feels particularly patronizing to do that because I I don't think that, that that would have been the approach if I'd been there with some friends or, you know, if it were the daytime uh, women can go out by themselves at night uh, and not want to get picked up or not be hookers. Yeah. Both of those things were true. Actually, I read a... Um, actually, I guess that maybe that soars more for Hot Topics. Okay. So I'll hold it. I'm going right. to put it in my pocket. Well, don't worry. This is almost over. Uh, so there's that. Um, that always bothers me when that happens. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you can't flirt with women. No. But, but just be Let's, like, uh, hey, you know. Uh, just treat them like human beings. Yeah. And maybe they, like, let's say. And maybe they'll become one. Yeah. Or maybe, like, even if you have the engineer, you're not, there's no ring on your finger. <laughs> Who's to say that this charming lad might not treat you like a human being, and then you might see this charming lad in another show, and another show, and then you become friends, and then, then you have the engineer and the painter. <laughs> I'm, I'm really kind of a, a one-dude kind <laughs> you know of lady. I, mean? I only have so much energy. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, you can be friends with dudes. Mm-hmm. If they'll allow it. And uh, if that dude had walked up and been like, um, so do you like sunny day real estate? I've been like, yeah, you know what? I fucking do. Um, and what else? Oh, and then <laughs> the, like the cherry on top of that night was I'm, I'm standing there. I'm watching the performance. And there's this dude in front of me. And I hadn't paid attention to him until this. And he's <laughs> he's fucking wearing Buddy Holly glasses. He's carrying a 33 and a fucking Polaroid camera on a strap over his shoulder <laughs> like a dick. You brought a fucking Polaroid. You, It's not even easy to get Polaroid film anymore. He's like, he. so he like walked out of Portlandia, he's, basically. He's... <laughs> He is actually making, he is making a spectacle of making life as difficult as he can. I'm not going to, I'm going to have a Polaroid and I'm not going to use a CD and I'm not going to wear contacts. I'm going to do, I'm going to do shit the hard way. I'm going to record my album on a two track because it sounds better that way. I wish he'd been carrying a cassette and maybe he was (laughs) in his little pack that he had on the other. I don't know. But Fuck that guy. Fuck it's, that guy. It's he's a caricature of a person and I just he does he does make for a uh, good Facebook post though. Can I take 3 minutes of your time cuz I remembered something that happened to my week. It's okay. I'm, I'm finished. That was all that okay. happened. So on Monday I went up to Winstar cuz we had it was for MLK Day and I played a tournament. Busted in like 20 
third place, I think, out of like 100 and some odd people before the money. But anyway, that was great. And it was just me, because I went up there with my crew, and I was the last man standing in you my have a crew? crew. Yeah, my poker buddies. How many people um, are in your crew? Uh, I mean, there's over 20, but like in the crew this time, there's only Tammy, Greg, and Harold. Harold is an older gentleman. He sounds like a party animal. Harold is a party animal. Is he? He does taxes. He's a, Oh my he's a, God. He's a Mensa member. He's, um, I want to say, in his 80s. He's is he elderly. the guy who's widowed? Yes. Widower? Yes. But Harold mm. likes me a lot. I love Harold. Um, and after, I, I, he busted pretty early, and I thought that he had left. But when I busted, I turned around, and there Harold was. And I was like, oh, Harold, what are you still doing here? And um, he had two free tickets to the buffet, and he wanted to know if, he, if I wanted to go to the buffet. Winster has a huge buffet, and I was like, "No," because the last time I had the buffet, I mean, it's really, it's not very good. It was like a, it was like an appliance repairman type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I was sure. like, "No, I'll skip that, but I'll walk you." Because I saw some cash, I wanted to do a little slots. Because I liked once I bust in a tournament, I like to do a little slots, see if I can get my money back from the buy-in. <laughs> I like to do some slots. <laughs> I like to do some slots, and so I was like, "Do you play Kino?" No. Um, what is that? What is Kino? I don't know. All I right. know a lot of people lose their money on it. Okay. Um, and I was like, I'll walk you to the buffet, you know, because I'm heading that direction anyway. Windstar is like a mile long, and Harold walks very slow. So as soon as we started walking, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to take forever. But it was fine. We had a lovely time over there. And I told Harold, because I walked into the buffet, I'm going to be over here. Um, once you get done eating, because, you know, you can't go in the buffet unless you have a ticket. Um, come try and find me. I'll be like literally like right next door. So I won two hundred dollars on the slot machine. I was like, cash out. I got my buy-in back today. It was a successful day. Um, walked past the buffet, could see Harold. Tried to get his attention because he looked like he was wrapping up. His peripheral vision is probably could not. not great. Could not get his attention, and I was trying to think like, could I try to sneak in? Could I? Could I? Try to bother the people. What do you have to do to get a ticket to the buffet? Spend $55. Oh, fucking which, hell. Yeah. $55 yeah. for all a you meal? Can, all you can eat buffet. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so I wasn't going to do that. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll walk down to the little Parisian cafe. I'll get myself a coffee. Hold sit on for a second. 10 minutes. There's no fucking way 81-year-old Harold is going to eat $55 worth free of ticket. food. He had a free ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Windstar, you know, if you go there a couple times, they'll, they'll give you, like, room comps and little tickets for, like, a free buffet. Okay. Um, so I was going to sit by the little Parisian, a Parisian cafe. Uh, I believe it's called Le Petit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was drinking my, my coffee, and I was, like, thinking, you know. Le. Um, le, le Petit, sorry. Just, there's just one little um, one figured that he would i would see him walking and i could walk him back to his car because we parked in the very opposite end of the 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 casino i was there for a good 20 minutes and he didn't walk past so i was like fuck it i'm gonna go home because because i also wanted to wait a little bit to let traffic die down um so anyway so i get back home and i will show you let me see if i can find it really fast how uh how long is that drive from frisco to windstar wherever the fuck that is uh it's it's about an hour Okay. Give or take. It's not too, too, too Did bad. Harold drive himself? Yeah. Oh, man. Why? Where does he live? Uh, Harold lives... Where does he live? He lives in uh, 
Richardson, like the Richardson Garland area. You guys don't carpool when you do that shit. Sometimes we do, but if you're playing a tournament, it's it can get kind of tricky because you can get you knocked can get out. knocked out really early, and if somebody goes really really deep, wanna... then they're you're there for hours. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find this picture um, of Harold. Uh, passed out on the buffet. No, floor. you would like this if I could fucking find it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So, um, I was just thinking, I'm so glad the hammering is done. But. <laughs> okay, okay. So, anyway, I'll show this to you. So, I get home, I get a message from you know, Facebook gives you a little message like, so and so tagged you in a post. Mm-hmm. Um, Harold tagged me in this post. He said, basically, hey, I got lucky uh, when you left. Look at that. Uh, let's see. Harold won that. Wait, 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 wait. Harold won that in a slot after I left. Jackpot call attendant hand pay. What does hand pay mean? That means you won won $11,500. 96.83? Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Really? (laughs) Yeah. He gets all of that? Yeah, he gets all of that. You're joking. No. How much does... He gets all of that. $11,596.83. But it's on a... How did he win it? Let's it was a dollar fifty machine. Get the fuck yeah. out of town! And I saw him last night. And I was like, "Congratulations!" Uh, part of me was thinking, "Fuck!" If I was with him, he would have probably given me a couple. Actually, I don't know if he would have. If I won eleven thousand dollars, I would have given my buddy a thousand at least. Really? Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna go to Winstar with you every time. Then when my friend uh, Jacob, poker players are very generous. Let me just say that as a golden rule. Yeah. Um, when. Uh, my friend Jacob won the the knockout tournament. Um, he gave me three hundred dollars. He just gave me three hundred dollars. Well, if, I mean, if if you all are so generous, can't you just like when you get home tell me that you won and then give me a thousand dollars? Um, no. Why? <laughs> Apparently not. Why do I have I didn't to fucking anything, go there? And I was going to offer him, but th- th- this is the killer thing. So I saw him. I saw him yesterday, Jesus and I asked Christ. him. I you know congratulations because uh, I like I've won. I think the most I ever won in a slot. I think it was like $1,200. It was the same thing, like, yeah, the attendant has to come, you know, because it, it's exceeded the amount that the machine itself will pay out in, like, a ticket form. So they've got to do a little com- computer thing, verify that there wasn't any fraud, and then they'll give it to you. Um, so as Harold, like, were you excited? And he was like, no, I don't get excited about stuff like that. I was oh. Just like, oh, my God, Harold. Why don't you, uh, does Harold listen to this podcast? He should, no. uh, he should hit me up. No, but, that's uh, a, that's a, but he poker did learn joke. out he, cause he wanted it in, in a check instead of cash, but it was too late cause they had already, um, ordered the cash for him. But he found out cause, uh, that they have two forms of security. So the security would walk him to the door and then another security team with guns would walk into his car. So I found that. That Ooh, was kind of cool. nice. Yeah. That is nice. I mean, I would feel nervous carrying Do you have to give that. them a tip, the guys with the guns? Probably not. Have a good night, sir. And then they put their <laughs> hand out. No. Like a, but I mean, when like you a, win... <laughs> like, when my, like a bellman at a hotel. When my friend won, uh, I think, $10,000 in a poker tournament, like they give you that money in cash. Like You have bricks of money. That's not a good idea. So she was like, I had bricks in my purse, I had bricks in my pot. Like, That's horrible. Everywhere, I know. That's horrible. Why wouldn't they <laughs> like just electronically transfer that to you? Because you can't, you can't evade your taxes if you do that that way, Megan. 
Oh, is that the point? <laughs> well, he had a four. He, There's with, documentation. It's different. It's different. Cash, it's right? different. If the way you win it, if you win it in like poker money wise, it's it's different. If you win it in a slot, like he had to fill out tax forms right there. But a lot of people in the poke, like in a poker tournament, depending on how it is, like a lot of times they'll chop it under a certain amount so you don't have to fill out tax forms. What do you mean they chop it under a certain amount? Like let's say if. Uh, there were the five. There are five over. players left in a in a game. The top prize was twenty thousand dollars. They could all say, "Okay, let's chop it. Let's stop playing, and we'll each chop that twenty thousand evenly, so that they don't have to." I mean, I'm, that's just a theoretical. They they so, do that sometimes. So they're agreeing to get a smaller payout. So they it don't can have work to pay out taxes? that way. Well, no, I'm, that's I mean we're just two different ideas. But if it's like a smaller tournament, they will do that sometimes. That's what that's what happened in my friend's case. They all chose to do it so that the the payout would not exceed the amount that they'd have to report immediately, like via the casino. Okay, so some someone could originally have won twenty thousand dollars but agrees to split it with other people so they don't have to fuck theoretically with taxes. Is that what you're theoretically saying? i don't i'm not saying the twenty thousand dollars i don't know what the amount right is, okay arbitrary but but arbitrary but yeah huh i don't are I taxes think it's really that big of a pain in the dick um i mean i don't know how the professionals do it but like let's say if i were to do it and i had um one um Actually, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I don't want this to be a... Uh, let's go. Let's take a break and get back into Hot Topics. Okay, we'll sounds talk good. We'll off the air. So, um, did you happen to catch Love It or Leave It this week? What is this? Uh, you know, John Lovett's show? No. From Pod Save America? You said Mm-mm. you loved him. I do love John Lovett, but... You know that he had his own podcast? No. Oh, lordy. I really am pretty self-absorbed. Well, I'm going to fuck this quote up, but he um, described Nancy Pelosi as if a Prada with a handgun inside of it was a person <laughs> the Prada bag with a handgun inside of it uh, um is it a compliment it's a compliment it's a compliment it's a backhanded compliment because uh, a lot of stuff happened this week politically wise in our government we should it at did. least we should just uh touch upon it a little bit yeah so the what how many days was it 40 45 days a, a thousand days it was more than a month that the government was shut down okay uh, the government shutdown is temporarily Three suspended. Weeks. Yeah, I mean, you could just say suspended. I guess temporarily is like redundant. Um, it's suspended. And I play poker with weeks. two TA people, members of the TA. The is that what they're called? TSA, TSA. TSA. They they had to work and they were. Not I would be mad as fuck if I worked for the TSA because those guys get paid nothing. Yeah. For pretty terrible jobs, it looks like. I mean, I don't know anybody that works for the TSA currently, um, but I see them when I go to the airport, and I know 
from observation that I do not want to do what they do. I mean, there's 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 a there's a term for working for free. It's called slavery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wilbur Ross's old ass up there, be like, "Why did I just take out a loan?" Holy I don't shit. understand. I'm glad you brought that up. I read that two days ago. No, it's best when you hear him, and it's like he does. He's a fucking bill. I'm sorry, not a billionaire. He's seventy seven hundred million. Seven hundred million. Yeah, yeah. So uh, these people, and he's like what eighty two. He's in his eighties, and he got all of his money through that Deutsche Bank shit. Like he's a he's a fucking thief. Yeah, well, Well, I I just take it on. I I did some reading up on him, and and I guess his specialty is like buying bankrupt companies and like turning them out like a pimp mm-hmm. and then reselling them mm-hmm. like Mitt Romney. That's what Mitt Romney does. Yeah. So, uh, he flips bankrupt. He's a misery companies. spreader. He's a horrible human being and he falls asleep during cabinet meetings. He should not have a spot in our cabinet. He shouldn't. Oh fuck. He should I, fuck off with this, his seven hundred million dollars. It's so fucking comical. It this is this is a fucking I can't this He's is a, a Batman villain. This is a comic book, <laughs> what is going on. And I ah uh, it's like the the administration is a fucking clown car. Yeah, it's like a how joke. many of them All can of you them. fit? It's like who's the worst here? person you can get for let's put Betsy DeVos's dumbass up there. The most overtly <laughs> incompetent Let's put Rich. the oil and gas tycoon to be in charge of the EPA. What could happen? Most overtly incompetent, rich, white motherfucker that you can think of. Pick pick that guy. It's like, let them eat cake on steroids. Fucking hell. Why don't they just take it alone? I don't so understand why they're going to homeless shelter. Why is he turning into Bill Cosby? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's... That's another story. I'm ashamed to be alive during this portion of American history. This is... I'm ashamed to see the comments on news threads about uh, Elizabeth Warren's economy proposal and Alexandria, AOC as I call her, because I always fuck up her last name, so I'm going to try. Her, why don't we tax the rich at 70% uh, after they're like 10 million? I don't like... And then all these people that you know are living... Paycheck to paycheck are saying, well, that's thieving. Taxes, taxing is the other. No, these people are helping you. They are helping you. Nobody should ever have $700 million. That's obscene. That is obscene. If you have so much wealth that you wouldn't know the difference. You're- Do you think that he would know the difference if he only had $70 million as opposed to $700 million? You know what? To His be on- life would not to be, honest, be impacted. Personally, at I have no idea all. where the where the threshold is. I don't either. Like- <laughs> I don't either. Uh, uh, I mean, it should be against the law for one person to have seven hundred million dollars. Um. So what you're what you're saying is you're you're seeing comments from people from poor from poor white people, people saying. Get off their back. Yeah. Okay. So, so those are it's the a people. Trick. It's a trick. Yes. The Republicans have it's, tripped to say you can be rich too, but you will not be yeah. rich like them because that rich is generational. It's it's the American magic trick. It's, yeah. It's the. Uh, I mean, it's been around forever and ever. Uh, you want to pull you, a share and just slap them right across the face. All you have face. to do is work hard. Yeah. And you too can be a multimillionaire. 
That's like when one of my white friends who doesn't understand how she's kind of racist a little bit. Um, you know, this. How, I'm trying to think of the example. And she's like, when she says, I don't see race. And she oh, wants this. Okay. This We had gotten this discussion right around the time of uh, Ferguson and all the, the, when the Black Lives Matter movement uh, really uh, took off. Just as a side note, all of your white friends are racist a little bit. Yeah. It's just that some of them recognize it and others don't. By the way, and I also shared on Facebook today an article by Dave Holmes that really hit home for me about how all white people, like we are, we're taught to be racist. We're all it's, racist and we're all sexist. Yeah, we can't, I mean, that's, it's just, don't get defensive about it. Do what you can to stop it because it's... Say you're sorry... And try and fix it as much as possible. Why don't they just take out a loan? Yeah, just take out a loan. <laughs> just ah, so that happened. Maybe uh, maybe he could give give the loans. It sounds like he's got enough capital to do that. Why didn't Trump just open up his restaurant and let all the government workers eat there? Why doesn't he open up Trump Tower and let them stay there for free? He has options. He doesn't give a shit because. Because he doesn't give a shit. Like, our president has no empathy. His cabinet of... of well, he has no incentive. His cabinet of horror is filled of the with the most awful people that there can possibly be. Is that your neighbor saying, can you tell your friend that he's a little no. intense and he needs to bring it down to mm-hmm. a three because he's at a ten? No, that's somebody that's not here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that happened. And the government... And... and, and Nancy Fuck Pelosi oh proved again why she is the leader that we need. And in two years, people are going to shit all over her like they always do by saying that she's not progressive enough or blah, 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 blah. But she knows what the fuck she's doing. Don't let the media tell you that this is a Nancy Pelosi versus a Trump thing because it's not. It's Trump versus fucking America. He did all this shit. He shut it down. He said that he was going to take ownership of it. And he saw that his poll numbers were fucking falling faster than his buddy, buddy, Registone got arrested and like okay we gotta we need to turn the government back on because we need to change the news story away from my best bud getting arrested because i'm gonna be next change it change it change it uh, it's not trump versus america it's it's trump versus anybody that isn't trump he really does not give a shit and but man when i hear people why can't they the Democrats just do it. Like, no, because... Who's, uh, who says that? Uh, Mika fucking Brzezinski every single goddamn morning on Morning Motherfucking Joe. She says that? Yeah, she does. Doesn't say she it. have a problem with Trump? Wasn't of course he, like... she does. Yeah, he's the one that said that her face was bleeding from a facelift. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. He also tried to blackmail her and, and Joe Scarborough. People forget about that. He literally blackmailed them. Because they were they, married or Because they were getting married and nobody knew that they were having they an affair. Married? They're married now, but at the time she wasn't fully divorced from her husband. Okay. They well, were just separated. I mean, if there's one thing that Trump will not tolerate, it's uh, infidelity. Know. So that's where he draws the line. So there's a three-week reprieve. Um, and right. he keeps on threatening that he's going to call for an emergency. But even then, it's like I, he doesn't tell his peeps that that's he's not going to magically, you know, a wall's not going to magically sprout after he declares an emergency because then there'll be all sorts of lawsuits and shit because they're going to be taking people's land. Well, they can't. Uh... And the wall won't even be built for years and years and years. It's just, it's all just fucking. Were you aware of the Cards fuck. Against Humanity thing? Uh, I think it was tw- in 2017. Mm-mm. They Did uh, they predict all this? 
<laughs> no. Well, no. Like the Simpsons apparently Not did. Not specifically, but um, they had this uh, thing called uh, Cards Against Humanity Saves the World or America or something like that. And so um, somebody got this for me for a Christmas present. Actually, is probably one of the best Christmas presents I've ever gotten. I've never um, played. Want to play? We need to play sometime. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll come over for a dinner party for that. You will? Especially if you invite oh, Special John. I didn't know that was the magic ticket. But yeah. Okay. So um, they, I, I don't know how much he paid for this, but um, they send you a survey. And so this person filled the survey out as if like how he thought that I would fill it out. And you send it back in. And then for like 10 weeks, once every week for 10 weeks, they send you this uh, envelope with this material in it. And one of them was a, uh, I can I can go grab it, but it says um, that they used my money that week to buy um, land along the border. Oh, <laughs> so, that's smart! Like you get like a like it's like a fake deed. It's like you own point zero 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 one seven. Kind of like when your parents buy you a star. Yeah, <laughs> right. They buy me a star. Or an elephant or something. <laughs> or a whale. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> and uh, they bought up all this land on the border with some of the money that they got from this this thing so that the government couldn't like put up a wall on the land. That's smart. Yeah. Um, Did you hear about the... The, okay, so they had the GoFundMe to, to build the wall, but somebody did like a counter GoFundMe to buy a bunch of ladders. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear about we that. We protest in different ways. The uh, the GoFundMe for the wall, though, they, yeah, they, they refunded were, that. They refunded all that shit. Because it didn't make its goal or whatever. No, it made its goal, I think. It did, yeah. Why would they refund it? Um, it could have possibly gone against the standards or whatever that they qual- that would qualify a need to fund something or other. I don't know. Up. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think there's a possible way like there there would be no way to to fulfill that GoFundMe. Like who would you give the money to? There's no plans. Who's uh, you know like there's no thought. It's it's all the whole thing was bullshit. Well, yeah. Like who are you gonna get, who's who you gonna really give twenty five million dollars to in order to? I mean, there's just that. I don't know. It was a bullshit campaign. Yes. It was a racist it was a racist campaign. In fact, they should disclose everybody that that donated that and then we should just say racist on every Put them single on one of them on a register of yeah. overt racists. Yeah. Just like those Catholic boys from that yeah. fucking bullshit. We should probably talk about that. What's to say? They're all assholes. They're all racist fucking privileged assholes. Their parents are all racist pro- fucking privileged people. That that whole comment thing was bullshit. Savannah Guthrie should be ashamed of herself for holding that sham interview with that fucking brat. Oh, it's all yeah. just awful. And I know, I mean, we should, really shouldn't blame her because she was doing her job, but you would think that somebody of her status could say, I'm not doing this. No. Did you, did you watch the interview? Of course not. I just... I don't watch Good Morning America anyway because I can't take a show like that. <laughs> I remember watching is it Good t- Morning America or is go- it good any of that shit. Any or? of those all the all the morning shows besides Morning Joe well, because those people are all assholes. So I don't. You don't. You don't have like Hulu Live. No. Oh, what 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 use do I have of live television? I love Hulu now. Do I want to see you know like? oil barrels on, <laughs> on fire and 
people like fucking <laughs> no, their own self-interest they, in the street. The no, good morning shows that are geared towards the people that fold laundry in the morning are just, I can't. No, oh, it's just too fake and People too peppery. People that fold laundry, just give it up. It doesn't even fucking Condo, matter. no, you condo it. You can do a little squares now. That's what I do. Ugh, what a waste of time. It sparks joy. Just so, buy more clothes is what I say. So that happened. Um, I So I read an article that, or a bunch of, I, I read a bunch of headlines that Bernie Sanders might be jumping in the race. And um, what do you think about, are you, were you Bernie Brudette, yeah. a what? Brudette. I'm trying to think. You know, like the Ernie Bros, the moniker. I don't want to. I don't want to join any kind of group or anything. I, I mean, if I, he if he had won, but I do the like nomination. Sanders, yeah, I, I would do. have supported him. I oh, preferred totally. Hillary Clinton. Um, this go around. I don't know. It's too early to fucking say because it's not 2020 yet or not 20. 20- uh, his brother is a social worker in England, which I think is interesting. Uh, I read that he actually did not march with Martin Luther King. That wasn't him in the photograph. I didn't even hear that. Is it. I mean, whatever. Um, I'm I'm not a I'm I'm not a Bernie Sanders fan. I he kind of he ticks off my bullshit meter a lot about stuff because I can't really think of anything that he's actually done in the entire time that he's. It's just weird to be anti-establishment. You're that you're gonna use the establishment's platform to get. But at the same time, I think if he did run as an independent, that he could siphon votes from the Democrats probably because I would think a Bernie Sanders voter would more than likely be more liberal than conservative. I don't know. I it just it it. I find it humorous that the same people that said that Hillary Clinton shouldn't run because she's too old also support Bernie Sanders when he's and, really old. Okay. Well, you know, she is a woman and the <laughs> expiration date is, is quite but it's a like bit you earlier. Can't, how, how can you be in, women? in, in government for as long as he's been and not, and not be considered part of the establishment? He's part of the establishment too, people. So, you know, I don't know. I'm starting to think I I really prefer the establishment to uh, this fucking shit show because that's what they liked about Trump, right? Was that mm-hmm. he's like not part of the <laughs> Washington establishment? And then you get Wilbur Ross. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Why don't we take it alone? <laughs> take it alone. I mean, the interest isn't going to be that bad because it's like th- it's like thirty days or whatever. So it's like at the most, it's a month's worth of interest. <laughs> Just just go to like Payday Express and take out a loan at sixty. Oh, and by the way, guess who owns Payday Express? Hi, my name is Betsy DeVos. <laughs> I'm just kidding, she doesn't. But I'm sure, I mean, like the, one of those. I know one of those. Somebody has ties to the Payday loans. Yeah, this is fuck. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? I need to just burn it all down. I'm just I'm just waiting for sweet release. Mm. I'm gonna die one day, and that's that's really gonna I be something. A, at one of my my uh, uh, so last night at the poker game in the monthly tournament series, like the organizers put out a poll to try to to propose changes for like the monthly game. You know, should we raise a buy-in? Um, should we limit how long people can take to buy-in because they're because people were showing up two hours late and then still you know stuff like that. And uh, so we, those of us who participate in the poll, we did. And, you know, I think only one of the changes were made. And the changes was that you can have uh, one one rebuy before the first break. And that was the only rule. So we're playing and and uh, these people kept on showing, like, why can't we have an eye on it? And I was like, we voted. <laughs> we decided. 
And then one of the guys is like, well, I didn't vote in that poll. I'm like, well, you see, that's why we get Trump, because you didn't fucking vote. That was a really good point that you made. I bet it hit home. <laughs> and he actually didn't vote in that one either, because he's like, I don't think my voice matters. I'm like, well, if you don't use it, it surely fucking doesn't, doesn't it? So, so he's saying, I didn't vote. Because he didn't think that his voice matters. But he was complaining. Jo- uh, he was yeah. complaining about the result because he didn't vote. Well, I didn't with, vote with Trump, yeah. But, uh, okay. But, yeah. So. But I'm like, so, if you didn't vote in the fucking thing. But, okay. You could have, if you wanted to have two rebuys, you could have chosen that option. But if you wanted to add on, you should have done that. But you can't now that we've already decided decide propose changes because that okay. time's passed motherfucker okay but but by but by declaring that you did not vote um as a complaint that implies that your feeling is that your vote would have mattered have you, had you voted right mm. uh and so this guy's a fucking moron <laughs> <laughs> i love him though He's my little friend. All right, we'll tell him I said he's stupid. <laughs> I told him I was stupid. And it was funny, like, all night when people kept on saying, why do we do this? I'm like, we voted on this already. It's too late. We made our changes. They're done. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> You're finished. <laughs> You're I had finished, the chicken on the plane. It was terrible. Uh, what else do you have there? That's it. Okay. Well, I have a palate cleanser, and it's not going to be very long. <laughs> Perfect. Cleanse my palate. Right, okay. So... <clears throat> Iowa man gets a giant check for one dollar lottery win. So wait, what? This is uh, oh, January- oh, like the size. Of yeah, the check giant physical yeah. size. Yeah, yeah. It was, but he won a dollar. You know, like bigger than your head. Uh, so this is January twenty third. Uh, Iowa man visited the state lottery headquarters to receive a ceremonial giant check, despite winning only one dollar. So I guess so he had a scratch off. And he won a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess usually, I don't know this, but usually what you do is go back to, to where the gas station yeah. and, you, and they and give they, you a dollar yeah. and then they turn they that take in. They take the ticket, yeah. Okay. So uh, he, he said, um, I just went by the state lottery office. Uh, I figured it would be worth a shot. <laughs> and they all thought it was really funny. I'm surprised <laughs> nobody else has done this before. So... Um, uh, he says, the guy came down the stairs and they took me into the back room where the camera was with the lo- the Iowa lottery logo. Uh, sure enough, they wrote me the $1 check and had me hold it up and took the picture. <laughs> so, so I looked into this and those checks are like, I mean, to generate the checks, it's like 50 bucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's kind of cool that they would do that for him now, just to be. Yeah, I yeah, I like the idea of it. Um, But I hope he doesn't start a trend. (laughs) So, so the end of the article says, um, the winner said he spent his jackpot on about half a gallon of gas. (laughs) So, so the Iowa lottery uh, is obviously not run by financial geniuses Mm. because they lost fifty one dollars. It was like a slot machine. Actually, it's a dollar for the ticket. So he won the dollar back. So he broke even. Right? Yeah. So he got a a check for nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. I really I really do enjoy that story. That's something. 
I don't think I've ever won anything. But well, you got You got to play to win. I, I really don't want to. Well, then you're never going to win. Well, that, I'm okay with that. Okay. That's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Just be okay with not winning and you'll never be disappointed. Uh, should we do the handles and the what's it? Yes. Otiano usually does that. Um, you can reach us at letters at secretlytima.com. Um, you can find us on in- Instagram. Um, Crown Jeffrey on Instagram is Megan's handle. I'm no, John. Cra- it's it's Jeffrey Crayon. 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 G-E-O. I'm one of those people, my accent, I say crown. Okay, well. Crayon. For the people that don't. Joffrey. G- yeah, Joffrey. Geoffrey. Right. Um, I'm John Lee Hart on the Instagrams and on Twitter. Meg's is Meg's the Merciless on Twitter. Meg the Merciless. Meg the Merciless. I, um, I didn't set it up. I haven't checked it in months. So go ahead and another thing that I'm doing do that. now. Um, thank you for uh, dating in the Big D for queuing me in on this. That you can create iTunes playlists and share them. So I'm in the process of adding every song that's ever been featured on the Secretly Timid podcast in the iTunes playlist, and I'm going to share that on Facebook. And I'm going to try and remember to update that every week. And so if you're interested and you have iTunes, use iTunes. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group and click it. And then you'll have the playlist. And you'll hear all like hundreds and hundreds of songs. We should also probably plug the Porpoise Crispy podcast. Yes. That I am uh, now going to be on weekly. It's uh, you, We have not figured out how to do that on iTunes. It's yet. not searchable correct? on iTunes, but if you follow that on Facebook, he'll post a link, and I'll share the. I'll always share Porpoise okay. Crispy's links. So it's uh, it's porpocast dot l i b s y n dot com is where you can find that, and hopefully we can figure out that shit so they yeah. can search it on iTunes. I don't. I don't know the. The magic that's involved with that, but it's really something. It's a music podcast. Um, we also need to get that podcast available on other uh, platform. podcasting platforms as well. Um, enjoy the song All Over Now by the Cranberries, and we will be back next week, hopefully with OTNO and maybe a special guest or not, or it'll just be us. Bye, sugar. Bye. Bye.